Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss the latest in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise, 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 Days. As you probably know, our podcast Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. In that podcast, we break down a show from the TLC network and uh, deep dive and discuss the chaos. We have decided to watch even more TLC and get in on this new season and release it as some new content for you every Tuesday. Kate, I paused there because I remembered a story that I have to tell you off air and it's about our podcast and about a gentleman that I've been speaking to that said something about our podcast. Guys, I wish I could say it on here, but I can't. But Kate, well, you'll get it at our live shows. We've already said there's going to be a ton of shit at our live shows. This, will you remind me? I need to tell you this off air. Okay, I'll make a note because I can't wait to hear this. It was was a really interesting thing about our podcast. But, (sighs) hi, Kate. Hi, how you doing? Are you surviving out there in the crazy weather and the apocalypse the yeah. fact that los angeles didn't i mean i can't explain to yesterday what it was like okay i had on my phone all day oh it was great as well it was a great excuse yesterday to do jack shit i sat in my underwear all day watching shit tv and it really i couldn't have loved it more um so sunday um we're recording this monday you guys listen to it tuesday but sunday was the apocalypse in Los Angeles. We had warnings. You know those those really scary alarms on your phone? I got that for like 24 hours or more. We had, a, at one point, we had an earthquake warning, a tropical storm warning, a flash flood warning, a flood warning, and a hurricane warning. 
And I was just on the phone to my friend the entire time. We were just all like doing rolling calls to each other, just being like, with LA's done. LA was, we were, I honestly was thinking, LA is finally paying for its sins. This place has done so much and the people in it have done so much that nature just went, guys, we're wiping you out. Oh, it was insane. Okay. So, I wake up and it's like rain and I'm like, okay. And then it's like hurricane coming, hurricane coming. So I'm following the path on the weather channel, calling my friend in San Diego. He's like, it's coming. It's coming. It's going to be here soon. Right. And then we're just on the phone. And then we simultaneously watched this documentary on Netflix together on the phone. It was, it was very odd. And then, um, I also had witches outside of my house. Now let me explain. Witches, again, witches to me, beautiful heritage. And I consider myself a witch myself. Not that I follow Wicca uh, or the Wiccan religion, but um, I'm just a witch sometimes, witchy ways. So I call my mate and we're, that's in San Diego, and we're like talking about this. And it was lovely. I had all my living room windows open into the garden. The garden was getting a great drink because it was just raining, 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 raining. This was earlier in the day. And she's going on, blah, 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 blah. And... I look out of my window as she's talking and there is a massive, there are two huge, huge trees on the opposite side of my street and they are um, fir trees, I guess. I just completely made that up. I think that's what they are. Anyway, huge. And I see something dancing in front of these two trees and it was debris from the tree, okay? But it was fixed in the middle of the atmosphere. It was fixed. uh, um, Is this the video you sent me? That's the video I sent you. And guys, I'll put it on my Instagram. It was fixed in the middle of the air. And it was just dancing. Like it was going back and forth. And I'm thinking, oh, it's caught on a spider's web or something. Like something's weird. So I'm on the phone to my friend and I'm like, dude, I think something paranormal is going outside my going on outside my house. She's like, and that is honestly something that I say multiple times to people in one given week. But um, <laughs> so she ignored me immediately. But I was like, no, there's something that's just being held up in the middle of the atmosphere, in the middle of the air, in gravity, and it's not going up. It's, I don't know what's going on. So she's like, go and get video. So I hang up and I run outside. I'm wearing a sports bra. And literally like shorts, and I'm out in the rain. And by the way, that felt wonderful. I was out in the rain, and it reminded me of like Christmas Day because there was just no one on the streets, and LA was just like silent apart from the the rain and the constant police. You heard because people were getting in crashes and doing terrible stuff. But there, everything was just silent, and I just walked like over to this thing, the other side of my house, the other side of my street, and I film it, Kate. And it's this part of the tree that is held in midair and it's dancing up and then it goes down and then it dances back up again and it goes from side to side. I and saw the video, you guys. It's really bizarre looking. It's yeah, that really odd. I will put it on um, our Instagram and this was from outside of my house. Guys, I'm telling you, was it to do with atmospheric pressure? No, it was witches. <laughs> so I was dealing with witches outside of my house um unclear if it was positive or negative my friend was like oh go and knock it out of the sky I said oh yeah that's what I need a witch's curse on me I was like I'm dealing with enough I do not need a witch's curse so (laughs) then you know 
I'd had a little bit of a party the night before. Me and my friends had had, um, we called it a hurricane party, okay? So on Saturday night, I had people over and we had gin martinis (laughs) and we watched Twister. So I mean, it was really quite beautiful. We were going through, we were sat in the garden for a little bit and it was like a perfect evening. But then we, we knew the apocalypse was coming the next day. So what else do you do? Drink gin with your mates and watch early 2000s disaster movies. Make the best of it, yeah. Yeah, so we did that. So I was feeling, I will say, a little bit tender on Sunday morning. So all of this is going on. My phone's going off telling me the world's ending. I have witches outside my house, and I'm like, I need a nap, right? So I put on South Park, and then I'm like, oh, oh, I was getting into that lovely, like, sleepy way. You're just getting into the deepness of a sleep, right? Mm -hmm. Then my fucking sofa starts to shake because there's an earthquake. Oh my God, what a day. I was like sat there and I've been in a few earthquakes here and they always terrify me because I have no clue what to do in them ever and I just panic. So I sit up on my sofa and my whole sofa is going back and forth like this. And I'm like, this is an earthquake. This is an earthquake. Shit, what do I do? Oh, I'm really hungover. Oh shit, what do I do? Uh, uh, And then it stopped. And I was like, and then I, then you get the alarm on your phone, earthquake. <laughs> they were like, duck and cover. And then the hurricane came and woke up this morning, California blue skies, California palm trees, everything's beautiful again. Like it never happened. It never happened. And this, the witches are gone. So it was, it was a lot this weekend. A lot. It sounds like it. it's very <laughs> eventful. <laughs> <laughs> what it did was... I get up to? Allergies. <laughs> That's about <laughs> it. That's about it. <laughs> it was uh, it was a lot, but um I will tell you I'm I'm I survived it all and um I'm here to and I managed to watch 90 days. So you know, we 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 got all the bases covered, but it was wild. I really did think at one point, I was like, this is it. Our punishment is being rolled out. It was like biblical. A hurricane, a flood. And an earthquake. I What's thought it was like, Yeah, locust yeah. frogs. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I'm I mean, I'm glad that it it wasn't um as bad as they were saying it could have been um mm-hmm. with the hurricane. I mean, what was the residual effects of that? Like in other areas? I don't I there, guess I, there, I didn't hear. There were other people that had tons of flooding. Yeah, they did mm-hmm. flood to their um I mean to get up to my front door, you need, you know, you go up a couple of steps to get to my front door. So that was luckily I wasn't in danger of getting my house getting flooded but my roof is good thankfully but no lots of people's um roofs had tons of leaks and things Uh, like that but um i think there were some potholes and of course so many crashes unfortunately people were on the freeways and just yeah scary Mm. but it's all it's all today is like la's like nothing happened it's like going to it was the experience of going to one of those parties in the hills where something really terrible happens the night before and then you wake up and and you think it's everything. You wake up the next morning and everyone's like, uh, it was just a Sunday night. So <laughs> Well, that was we crazy. That was <laughs> Anyways. Crazy. Kate, we are on to I don't know what episode. Tw- I put 21 here. This can't be right. Is it episode 12? 12. 12. Yeah, 12. 12. Yep. Kate, what is the name of this episode? Field of Dreams, which is a baseball movie set in Iowa. Woo! I've and- been there. 
Holly and I were trying to figure out why they named it that. And Uh if you know, please do DM us on at tender living care podcast and let us know why they named it field of dreams. And while you're at it, let us know why they named last episode St. Elmo's fire, because we don't, we're not catching these references. Like we know what it's referring to, but we don't know why it's attached to the episode. And like, what is next week going to be? It's so strange. They're doing these film references. I don't get it. I really like don't. 16 candles or something. Yeah. Um, okay. So the people we didn't see, we didn't see Amanda, luckily, and Razvan. Um, Tigray, I don't think we're going to see again. They wrapped his story up. Yeah. Last so week. That's what I thought. Yeah. So he's gone. So really, it was just Amanda that we didn't see. We had Misha and Nicola. Gino, Jasmine, Riley, David, Christian, <laughs> Statler. Um, where would you like to start? Uh, how about Christian and Cleo? Because they had a pretty quick segment this week. So you see them wake up and they've obviously gone through <laughs> the night before that whole fight with the friend that was sat on the stairs and they wake up everything about them is incompatible they their vibe is so off they've probably been together a week or something now and she wakes up in bed and they just wake up and it's like they just look at each other of like here we go again let's kind of try this and it's just, oh and then she like gets out of bed she's like i need to go do my makeup and she like goes on top of him and he's like oh and it's like oh i don't even find that sincere dude like i don't ah oh, it's nothing nothing that no, it feels like they're just trying to get through the filming at this yeah. point. So, so they're trying to get the relationship on track, or at least that's the narrative here. And so yeah. Cleo has arranged for them to go to a couple's astrological reading. And mm-hmm. Christian is going along with it. He wants to be nice, but he tells us he thinks it's all a load of crap, but mm-hmm. he's going to try to be open-minded about it. Mm-hmm. And then he does, and then he says, well, I was born on the same day as Donald Trump, and then does an impression, and Cleo's laughing, and I'm like, Cleo, you, you, you don't need to laugh at that. You're okay. You're okay. Yeah. We go and see this miss, this astrologer, and the only notes that I wrote after this is just like, astrologer, dash, nope, because she goes through their personality traits, and they're, if they're compatible, and essentially, they, he's, they, she says some things, and Christian's like, "Oh, actually, you know, that does ring true." And da 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 da. And um, Cleo's, you know, hanging on to this toxic. Oh, my toxic. That's kind of an overused word. I don't mean toxic. It's just an unhealthy. There's no future in this relationship at all. Um, and then the astrologer's basically like, "Yeah, you're not going to work out." <laughs> and Cleo's just devastated. Devastated. She is. Uh, she tells us that she's crying because she's she's feeling so nostalgic and she's longing for the days when they were just talking on WhatsApp and everything was hunky-dory and she thought that they were compatible because they were just talking online and mm-hmm. getting along and... Um, you know, ever since he got there, they've had all these problems that she wasn't anticipating and she's she doesn't know if she's ready to deal with their relationship not working out. She doesn't want to face that. Like you say, she just puts so much into it, but I don't really know what more we're going to see. We see next week for them, they go and do like a fancy dress thing. They must be going to some party or something. And I think that Cleo is just a woman that's going to keep 
pushing herself to think that this person is going to work out because the idea of him was so wonderful. But this is essentially what happens with so many online relationships. You just don't know someone until you're in person with them. You just don't. All the FaceTiming, everything in the world. It's true. We see this with almost everyone on this show. I think the only person, well, not the only person, but the the cast member who I think has the most healthy grip on this, um, you know, withholding judgment until you get to know each other is Dempsey mm. and then kind of Misha. Mm-hmm. Um, but most people, they just force, they're just forcing it and forcing it. And well, you didn't mention Darcy. Darcy's never forced anything. She always <laughs> went in lightly, very lightly in relationships. Right. Our realistic queen, Darcy. Mm. And uh, yeah. That's yeah. that's about it. We just uh, saw that. That was kind of it. So I think, Kate, I don't know. I have no idea how many episodes we have left. If we're on 12, I would say they're going to do like 15. Yeah. And then three, probably three, three times. Yeah. So. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> sorry. So in the middle of doing a podcast to start yawning. I'm sorry. But this is how boring this is. It's just like, it's just going to be. They're going to do it. They're going to push this thing. They're going to do fancy dress and they'll have a couple of nights to be like, oh, this is good. And then Christian's going to like probably have more sex with Cleo, but not really want to have anything to do with her afterwards. Cleo's going to kind of realize that and they'll get further and further apart and she'll be devastated. They will. I'm, I'll be really interested to see what Cleo's take on all this is at the tell all. When, yeah. You know, once she's had the space away from it, what what she says about all of it. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. Um. So that's those two guys. Let's go over to Jasmine and Gino. And the one that I mean, I, I was getting <laughs> before we saw what happens next week. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're getting along already. Okay, fine. You see Gino smiling now, showing his teeth. You see them laughing with each other and kissing like they actually enjoy each other's company. And you're like, this has changed a lot. They're back from this big romantic trip they had. And they are going for a walk. And Jasmine has spent many a many a moment putting these darling little little sunflower 90s clips all down the front of her hair. And then two little ones up there. It was lovely to see. Lovely. And they're going for a walk. And the main topic of conversation is children. Because... I mean, how this man, I I would say how this man let all of this be said on television about him, but he has no backbone. He has to go into work again, knowing that the discussion of his sex life has been put out to everyone. Because Jasmine says, you know, I, um, Gina says, I really, really want children. I know I want children. And he's 53 years old, but he's like, I know I want a child. That's... I'm not going to compromise. Like, I know I've always wanted it. Da, da, da. Jasmine has two children that we never hear anything about. In this episode, they touched on, they, they don't say anything about the custody, but she says, my family help out a lot. And then she said, if I was coming to America, there's a lot. Well, when I come to America, there's a lot to do. I have to come over and then my two children have to come over. I don't know what the ins and outs of it are. It doesn't get explained, but she's having this conversation with Gino And she's saying, I don't know if I want a child. And he's like, you never told me that before. I, she goes, well, it's it's because you could never ejaculate. It's because you could never ejaculate before. So you've just started doing that. Um, So now it's it's an issue. And he goes, well, I really want one. She goes, well, would you just dump me now if I told you I didn't want one? 
and he doesn't really answer the question. So it's a conversation that's just that, really. That's all we kind of see them discuss. Yeah, and I I think that Jasmine is being really clear-headed here. She's telling him that it's delusional to think that she can handle immigrating to a new country and having right. a newborn at the same time. Right. She's, he's like, I know the work that goes into having a kid. And do you really think that we're going to be able to handle that pressure on our relationship? I mean, they can't even handle going a week without fighting and they don't have a kid. No, so I was yeah. glad she said all that. I mean, with the preview we saw next week, I feel like yes. she'll say anything to get out of this relationship at this point. But so you think she wants to get out of the relationship? She wants to be in America. I don't know what I don't know what her motives are. I think she's I don't I really don't because we see next week and guys, it looks like beautiful work. We're getting a lot of stuff that Kate and I love because we're seeing um breaking the fourth wall. They're doing an interview, right? And what is the question that starts it, Kate? Do you remember? Uh, I think I wrote it down. Um, I, well, I think they're talking about the kid thing again or something. Yeah. And then they, Jasmine says she's going to go back to her ex. Yes. So she says, fuck you. And he says, well, fuck you. This is while they're doing an interview. She gets up and storms off and she goes, I'm going to go and have sex with my ex. She said, I had sex with him a month ago. Yeah, I just feel like she's seeing the ex behind his back the whole time. So I think that they lived in the same building. So she'd pop over and they'd have the bang down and then that was it. Like it wasn't a like, I don't think they were probably, he didn't seem like he was too interested. He seems like a guy that travels a lot and seems like he has a lot going on. And I think she's there and she needs sex and he needs sex. And I think that's just the agreement they have. But is it cheating? Absolutely. Um, but that's what she says. She says I had sex with him a month ago. I mean, come on. How is this going to survive? Yeah, you can't come back from that. I mean, there's we've said that so many times with things things they say to each other. So I guess you can, but only if they just never talk about anything. (laughs) And she has said some terrible stuff to him. She has said terrible stuff to him. And he heard, I think the most, I think most of the terrible stuff he says is off camera, but I think he says mm. really bad things to her. I think they're both just like rotted oh, to each other. Slightly to ruin each other. Um, Riley and Violet, Kate, why don't you take us what's going on with them? Because this was, uh, uh, I'm not a fan of this couple at all. I'm not interested in them. They've, they've been on, like we've had, we've had, we've been with them a little bit in Vietnam and they're not, and now we're going back. And I don't know, Kate, what's going on with them? Well, they had their last blow up because they were on that date and Riley had his good uh, female friend FaceTime. And I think he just wanted someone else to do his dirty work for him of like confronting her about yes. the, the dating app thing and whatever else. The, the top, you know. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. I'm talking to his dad, and she felt ambushed and ganged up on. She hated that. So she's leaving. And then he got kind of immature and was like, fine, you go off then. So they, I think, spent a little bit of time apart. I don't know, like a couple of days or something. And I think had blocked each yeah. other on social media and all this other stuff. And Riley tells us that he thought about it and he he's recognizing he didn't handle it properly. And so he's going to make the first move, reach out to her and apologize and try to move forward. See if they can yes. salvage it. So says, they meet at yeah. a cafe and he's got flowers. He's got flowers. And I mean, with them, I just don't think we've, we've been given enough exposure into the depth of them or who they really are, or we just don't care. I don't know if they're just not interesting enough because we see them, he's got these flowers, she comes in, she's very angry, and he's very apologetic, and you start to think, okay, well, maybe he's doing the right thing here and apologizing, and then he goes, listen, I just want to know, are you saying, are you saying that you don't have any fault in this? And she's like, yes. Then she explains, you know, this isn't my first language, and he says, I appreciate that for questions, I'll, I can absolutely write them down, and we can figure it out. So, they're having these conversations in this cafe and they seem to come onto a little bit of common ground and make up. And now remember, they haven't even slept in the same bed together, these two. And this is the first time he's met her and they've stayed in different hotel. I don't know what the deal is. And then he says, okay, um, we're going to, she's like, I'm going to a temple tomorrow, Buddhist temple. And she says, fantastic. Okay. He's like, I'll come with you. So then we see him prepare his traditional Vietnamese wear for a man to go to the temple. They meet up, they go to the temple. Um, and I can't remember if it was like this time next in, in next week's episode, or it was in this where he's like, well, to be completely honest, I did get a, did get a private investigator to investigate your past. Oh, I think that's going to be next week. I don't think he brought up. I don't think he brought up the investigator yet, but yeah. So they have that nice moment at the temple. She really, I think she really appreciated that he put on a traditional garb and um, then they go to fly a kite and it's going well until they, they start talking about money and she wants to make sure that he makes enough money to support her and her daughters if they're going to move to the U S and he reveals in the name of being truthful with each other reveals on camera that he has a hundred K in savings and says, it might not sound like a lot, but I'm a frugal guy and I can take care of us. Yes. And while it is easy to burn through a hundred K in the U S 
that's a lot more than a lot of the Americans have saved on this show. So I was that's like, that's okay. true. That's true. I mean, I think there's a statistic that I think is 70% of Americans have less than a thousand dollars in their savings. Yeah. 70%. So he, yeah. I, I imagine he lives a very simple life, like he says, simple, mm-hmm. frugal. And, and she, which was nice, actually wasn't someone that was like, oh, well, that's a lot. Oh, okay, let me t- let me see how I can spend it. She was like, mm, okay, yeah. And then, yeah, and then the money talk prompts him to ask her if she regrets her part in the problems that they've had and, like, if she regrets texting his dad. And he just can't let this go and honestly I get it and I I agree with him on this um but I think it's been made pretty clear that if they're going to move forward he has to kind of drop the whole texting the dad thing yes but I mean I would feel similarly like when I think about it if my partner hurt my feelings by like reaching out to my family behind my back to talk crap about me it would be hard for me to accept them not even admitting that it was wrong or regretting doing it I completely agree with him on that. Um, but she's just not, she, she just doesn't feel bad about it and she's not going to apologize. So no, she doesn't. And I think that's kind of where they leave it with them. Right. Yeah. She gives him a nickname King kill feelings. I was like, Oh, that's nice. Um, and yeah, I guess next week he brings up the, (laughs) he cuts his losses. And by the way, (laughs) By the way, I just wanted to really make sure you're not a con artist. So I paid money for someone to investigate your entire background. But we're cool, right? Yeah. Um, The trust is gone. I mean, that's the bottom line. They both lost trust in each other completely already. And they have this language barrier and they're just not getting each other and understanding what the other one is. Sexual interact. Like there just seems nothing, no chemistry, I would say, going on. Um, So, yeah, that was kind of boring seeing them. Um, I'm just (laughs) wanting massive drama. That's what I'm wanting. Um, David and Sheila. David, we see this this whole part with David and Sheila is about him meeting her child, which he does. Um, And she's getting upset. And it's like, it's just that awkward, like, come on, you two got to be friends. Remember, bring her up again, as always. Remember when Darce got um, Hitler's youth, Jesse to meet her to meet her daughters and they were on that boat in new york it's like oh come on family time oh we're just one big happy family modern family so awkward um so it reminded me a little bit of this she was like you know talk to him or whatever and of course you know you don't just have a language barrier of not speaking the same language he also you know is deaf and he knows you know the sign language as well and he doesn't know this little boy and he's trying to get friendly with him and he's dating the mother it's just it's a really awkward situation but they're in the taxi they go for a dinner and the dinner was lovely I think the little boy was there and you know David was trying they went to the beach as well they had this really fun time at the beach and I think David kind of opened up and in the restaurant with that that interpreter that interpreter is now photographer they're like uh uh, can you come get a photo of us she better be paid. She better be able to take the next year off from work, the amount that she's got paid for this, because it's 24 hour. <laughs> the same note. I was like, she is with them constantly. She's basically their assistant now. She's Amazing. like helping. She's their therapist. She's their interpreter. Yeah. 
she's going to be earning bank. Good for her. So then they go to the restaurant. Of course, she's there as well. So we're all having dinner. And um, yeah, you know, David, I was really um, touched by everything that he was saying to Sheila and the little boy. But all I could focus on is I need someone to exfoliate his face. His skin is, it's not, I thought it was, it's not sunburn. It's the, the, it it needs, I want to get him a big exfoliating scrub and a load of moisturizer. And I want to exfoliate all of that dead skin off his face and then moisturize the shit out of it. Yeah, like a soothing aloe gel or something. I just want oils on him because it is, dude, we've got to get, we've got to get that skin cleared up. Um. Anyway, yeah, so I was thinking that while he was saying how much he loves this woman and wants to take care of her kid. But that's what I was well, thinking. About. Well, maybe Amy is a facialist as well. <laughs> she is hoping. Animus suits. I mean, she's everything. <laughs> uh yeah, I I feel for this little boy because he, he also just lost his grandma, you know. And of course he did, yeah. And he's he's scared to move to a new country and leave everything he knows, everyone he knows behind. And he can't communicate with this guy who's now going to be his stepdad. You know, it's, it's a lot. So uh, yeah, hopefully they can make that transition a smooth one. If they do end up going there, it looks like he's going to propose to her next week. Um, She asked like, do you have a room for John, uh, John real, at your place and he just has the one bedroom apartment right so he's like uh we'd have to figure it out um i have a question for you do you think because we when we first met david he was portrayed as a little bit of like a bar fly like his his one of his best buds that he talks to is his bartender Um, right do you think that that's just because he's like a symptom of his loneliness and not having a family or do you think she would come there and he would still want to be at the bar all the time yes i think i think it's purely due to um his loneliness and finding yeah. community and he yeah. went to the pub and that's community okay, uh, yeah yeah no i do um i think he's we found out this dinner he wants a family he really wants a family and he has this family family built in um and he says i work two jobs i work very hard and i think she is a wife that would kind of do they would fit each other well i think she wants to nurture take care of him take care of her son cook you know be a part of the community be a part of make his house a home um so i I do i really do like hope it works out for them and the interpreter she's coming with (laughs) yeah the the four of them will have a nice life in uh Where's they he will. from? Minnesota? No. Nebraska. Nebraska, that's right. Yes, Nebraska. So that was that on them. That, so the only ones we have left, and these are the ones I was hoping for a little bit of drama, is this Statler, who is getting destroyed in social media right now. Oh, all <laughs> the Instagrams about, about her. I mean, her and Amanda. I mean, we're getting DMs about how much people hate Amanda. Like, it's just people hate her. Um but um oh and i put up her mugshot on the instagram if anyone wants to see it amanda's mugshot um so statler because apparently she beat the shit out of some girl i read that story that was disturbing so statler slept (laughs) statler slept on the sofa and her eyes are just she's always kind of like this all right she's so hi just waiting for like impending doom hi guys so she wakes up on her sofa and dempsey's going out for work and she's just, just waiting there, just waiting, kind of like, 
intently staring at her. She's like, all right, have a good day. She's like, yeah, we'll have a good day. All right, bye, bye. So Dempsey goes out to work. We see Statler speak to one of her friends and she was doing it, um, I think it was on her phone or her iPad or whatever, FaceTiming her. For a second, I thought she was FaceTiming the English ex and I was so excited. Oh, God, can you I imagine? I thought that's what it was going to be and I was like, yes, but no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was this friend in America and she's talking to her about what's been going on and blah, blah, blah. And then she's just sat in that caravan all day <laughs> waiting for Dempsey to come home. And Dempsey comes home. He's like, we should talk. So she sits down and Dempsey's like, it started off like the most amazing Valentine's Day. And then you just completely ruined it. You planned. And then that was like, no, 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 no. I didn't plan. I didn't plan. And Dempsey's like, well, you, she's that was like, I said that you know my ex had proposed that she would pick me up and that we'd stay in a hotel but it wasn't like a plan or anything and Dempsey's like okay well you know that was put out there and that was really disheartening and I just and you're talking about moving in but I don't really know you yet and it takes time to know somebody and Stout was just like huh you could just hear it like in her head she's just going what huh why <laughs> just doesn't get grasp anything she I couldn't believe the words coming out of her mouth. She goes, she goes, if I don't move here, then our relationship is going at the pace of a dead snail. We've been talking for seven freaking months. I was like, seven, seven months, months is not long. And you haven't been in person. And you've been withholding all this stuff about your ex from her. Like, what don't you get? That does not make your relationship the pace of a dead snail. It makes it it's, healthy. They've been together for in in person for what a week and a half at this point. Yeah, I mean, she's Looney Tunes. She's, the problem is this girl is running. That's what she's doing. She does start to open up about, you know, she's like, I'm, I was adopted and it's a massive weight that I carry with myself. Um, I think that she was, I didn't see, am I get, how critical am I going to be right now? I mean, look, I've never held back before, so I'm as well not now. But she was like crying, but it was like Ramona crying. Oh. Did you get that vibe? I did not see tears coming down her face. It was very Ramona-esque. It was, I, yeah, I agree. It yeah. Was, it's a bit I, on. I mean, I think she really does have those feelings and issues as I know you feel yeah. that way too, but like just the way that she kind of threw this at her as like part of her argument of like why she should move there right away. Yeah. But Dempsey didn't take the bait. She's not buying it. She does hug her and she, you know, she's sympathetic to the issue, but she's like, that is not a reason for us to move forward with this. Like we, you need to go home and we'll, you know, we'll take a little time to think about how we want to keep moving forward. Let's just take it day by day. Mm -hmm. And then Statler just kind of was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Day by day. Dempsey's like, it doesn't change. Like, I still want to be with you, but like pump the brakes. And to yeah. her face, Statler's like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. But then in her confessional, she just goes right back to her old plan. And she's like, well, I'm still going to convince her to let me to move in with her. But yeah, I, I we'll slow down. But yeah, I'm still doing the same thing. I'm like, come on. He listens to nothing. She just has her own agenda and she just wants to run. She wants out of that town she's in. Found out as well it was leaked. That, remember when we first met Statler that you saw, you know, there were photos of her family and some were blurred out. Majority of them were blurred out apart from like one sibling. Um, it's her mum is a mayor of a small town in Texas. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So she's a mayor of a small town in Texas and her daughter's going on here 
acting like I mean it's just it's a lot it's a lot so no wonder the faces were blurred out but um Statler is she's got a lot of shit to work on dude on her Instagram right now like I say we can never judge anything by Instagrams because they can't post some stuff because of the TV show and it coming out they don't want spoilers but she's traveling all over like she's all over right now traveling so I don't know exactly um what's what's going on but I'm very very certain they're not together anymore I mean like we said last week they they can't be together if Statler's talking crap about Dempsey's best friend exactly yeah so that's the end of them I mean this episode was very lackluster Kate yeah it was a it was a filler ep um you know it's kind of more of the same stuff going on but it looks like next week it's going to pick up we'll have some fireworks happening I just I do need I would love to see this massive fight with Gino and Jasmine and Gino genuinely pack his bag get on that be really really be a strong individual pack his bag get on that plane go home to Michigan and that's it that's what I would love to see and then Jasmine goes back to the three thousand dollar apartment with the ex and they're just like like yeah exactly like he believed it exactly well next week we're gonna hear from amanda and razvan who's just crying all the time over amanda and i'm like dude save your tears i mean that's this is that was a disaster storyline disaster storyline yeah um oh hang on we didn't sorry guys we didn't do misha and nicola oh right 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 okay so this is the morning that she's gonna go meet his family they go fishing they can't even get along doing that she gets a little scratch and he starts freaking out i'm never taking you fishing again and then they're sitting down by the water. She's asking, oh, are you excited for me to go meet your family? Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm nervous because uh, my mom's probably going to be mean and she's probably not going to like you. Nice. Real nice, Nicola. Just and... constantly. Yeah. My mom's yeah. going to hate you, by the way. Oh, God. But she, Sorry. I mean, she handles this so well. They, uh, So that's the day before. And then the next morning they go to the family's house um, and... Misha's super nice to the mom. The mom is cordial, but she's clearly really confused as to why Misha's there. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, the mom's making food. The brothers show up and they're chit-chatting. And then she's like, okay, uh, tell her who I am and what's going on. And he refuses. Yeah. He's such a weak... It's not that the mother's going (sighs) to... Oh, he's just he's just useless. I just want to see her go. What is she? Misha, what are you doing? Can you translate? No, I'm not gonna do that, Misha. What? Translate, it's okay, you don't need to speak to my mother. What what? Just like, oh, he's awful. But then we do see that the brother that he says it, and the brother is saying, Oh, she'll be married before three kids, and then tells the tells the the mother. Um, I think there's not gonna be a big blow up. I think that Nicola is well, we've said this million times i think he he's completely intimidated by her doesn't realize what he got into and is so stuck in his ways he's no clue how to have a relationship it's never gonna work ever no and she's giving it the old college try to see if he can you know rise to her expectation and he's not going to and i yeah she'll probably just have a nice you know cordial conversation with him well this isn't what i need so yeah he's he's a he's a mess that guy he's a mess and i just want misha out of it she deserves a hell of a lot better than him um all right that was all of the ding-dongs we've gone over them next week i just want i want a we're gonna get some fighting i want to see some things wrapped up 
I want to see Razvan go and have sex with his best friend in that Easter egg bikini. Like, I just want, I want something, something to change for next week because it has been, it was dull. It was dull this week. But then don't worry, you know, Jasmine will always help us out when it gets too dull. I cannot wait to see her scream that at him. So messed up. All right. So I think that's everything, guys. Um, We are going to go now and record our episode that's going to be out on Wednesday, which is our Wheel of Shame episode. We are covering a show called I Was Prey. And it's a goodie. It's a goodie. I have a lot of commentary, as I know Kate will as well. It's very interesting. Um, So as always, we want to say thank you so much for listening and for supporting us. We see you all. We get all your messages, whether it's on Patreon or whether it's on our Instagram. We respond to them all and it's wonderful. We love hearing from you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for following us on Instagram. Instagram, once again, is Tender Loving Care Podcast. Email us anytime. Thoughts, feelings, um, anything else it is um tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com and then kate we also have our subscriber episodes yes we do so uh we have our bravo episode that comes out on friday that's available available to everyone and then every other friday there's a bonus episode that drops and that is us talking about things that aren't TLC or Bravo. These are mostly documentaries, um, stuff that we're interested in outside of these two networks. Uh, whether that's a pop culture documentary, like last week we covered uh, what happened, Brittany Murphy, or it could be true crime or, you know, aliens or any anything that's intriguing to us. Yeah. So all you have to do to get those is go in your feed where it says subscriber only, you'll see like a little lock. If you click on that, you can put your details in and get access to our bonus content for $5 a month. Five bucks, and, guys. Five bucks. Yeah. Uh, uh, alternatively, you can go to Patreon and we're on there as well. Just search for us. You'll find us. $5. Um, Five. Tell a friend about the podcast. That really helps. It's something it totally free to you that helps us a ton. Mm-hmm. Also, um, whatever app you're on, go ahead and rate us five stars. Um, leave a nice review if you're feeling generous and Mm. thank you so much for being here. We love you all. And remember to listen tomorrow for Wheel of Shame, Friday for our Bravo catch up episode and sign up so you can get all those extra goodies from us. Have a fantastic rest of your week. We love you. Bye bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.